Ernie Pyle was uh, born 1900 in uh, central Indiana. He was the editor of his school newspaper. Um, of course, he wins the Pulitzer, as Ian said, for his World War II journalism. Um, he will go to the University of Indiana. He leaves right before his last semester, and he decides that uh, he's got a job opening in Indiana, uh, a journalism job. He only stays three months, comes to Washington, D.C., about 1921, and gets a job with the new upstart uh, Washington Daily News. And I used to deliver that paper um, back, in the, back in the 60s for a few years. That's, that's why they asked me to do Ernie Pyle. Um, not really, but um, it was a tabloid-type paper. It wasn't like the Washington Post. It wasn't a tabloid, but it was in the book format of a tabloid. <clears throat> Pyle will be, again, with no, he didn't get a college degree, he's going to be jump into the managing editing job. He doesn't really like it. He stays about three or four years. Um, he likes to write. He can't write. He's behind a desk. He's watching everyone else write. So he leaves. He up and leaves, heads to the West Coast, to Florida. And before long, he starts writing 11 uh, columns for the Scripps Howard uh, <coughs> pardon me, syndication. And these are vacation articles. And the uh, managing editor, or the editor-in-chief of Scripps Howard, looks at these and he says, um, there's a Mark Twain quality about these that knocked my eye out. He was really taken with them. Uh, Pyle shortly becomes a syndicated writer for Scripps Howard. He travels the country and does general interest pieces. And he really gets his base audience that way. Um, in 1928, he becomes the, um, basically the first aviation journalist to follow uh, the airplane scene. Um, this is the year after Lindbergh made his transatlantic flight. World War II will begin in 1941 for the United States. Pyle doesn't enlist, but he's there right with the troops. Um, throughout North Africa, Europe, and in the Pacific uh, Ocean, and uh, the theater there. The, uh, he, he's not focused on the battles. He's focused on the common soldier, you know, the life of the common soldier. And again, wins a tremendous following. His syndication is about 300 newspapers. The, um, he reminds me of... He is um, about 43 about that time when he starts. And the person he reminds me of, his, his colleague uh, in a different medium would be Bill Malden, who would be following the troops, uh, not with Pyle. Now, I don't even know if they knew each other, but I'm sure they did. They knew of each other. But he would, Malden would be writing, you know, doing the, the wonderful cartoons of, um, of the soldiers, and Pyle would be doing the same thing uh, in journalism. Uh, in, on April 18, 1945, they're on an island near Okinawa, and he's in a jeep with, with three others, or two others. They come under machine gun fire, out of the blue, and they, the jeep, they stop the jeep, get out, and they duck. Um, the fire opens up again. Ernie Pyle is hit, instantly killed, and... Um, 
That's the end of Ernie Pyle. Um, he will win a Pulitzer Prize, though, for his journalism that year. Now, what I don't know, and I'm not, I, unfortunately I can't tell you, I don't know whether the Pulitzers come out in the spring, at least they do now. I don't know whether he ever knew he won that Pulitzer or not. Um, but anyway, it was about the same time that he will do that. Um, the, the piece, the, the bust here, is by Joe Davidson. Joe Davidson was a noted uh, New York sculptor, and he had a decade, a five-decade career, and did many, many, from Franklin Roosevelt to uh, Ernie Pyle to you name it. If you were important, uh, Helen Keller. And uh, he does, Pyle was back in the States just before he dies. Uh, it's either late... 1943 or early 1944. He will be in, <coughs> he's in New York. Joe Davidson finds out he's in New York, wants to, you know, wants to meet him, does, and uh, convinces Pyle to sit for three days uh, while um, he makes uh, his, his um, not this bus. I brought some, um, you can pass these around. This is also owned by the Portugali. This is the plaster which he actually made. Pyle was sitting in front of him. That's what he actually made. (coughs) Joe Davidson said, he once quoted when he was talking about how difficult it is to actually get a likeness with some people. And he said, sometimes it's a short story, sometimes it's a novel. And uh, three days, that's that's a pretty generous time for pile to have given uh, Joe Davidson. I don't know how quickly Davidson can work. Uh, there was a Time, uh, a Time magazine cover of Ernie Pyle, and those covers were, could be generated. Some of those artists could generate those in a matter of hours, and, and they were excellent. Um, so I don't know how long Joe Davidson uh, really spent. <clears throat> you, you tell, well, we do know three days, but what he did after that, um, I'm not sure. So from that plaster, he will then create a mold, make a mold, and you have the, um, the bronze bust. This is what Ernie Pyle looked like. This is the photograph at the time. You might want to pass that around. So the likeness, in my judgment, is excellent. Um, sculpture, it's unlike uh, two-dimensional paintings in that it's... it's it can often be hit or miss, uh, both for the artist and for uh, museums that display it. Uh, it's very hard to photograph, um, to get right. It's, it's, uh, and what you see here, if I had paid more attention, I guess, early on, I would have maybe tried to get the light people to you know, focus. He's, we need a light right here. Um, but uh, you know, take a little time to look at the um, at the piece. Uh, it's just a very, very good likeness. But he's sorely missed. He was he's buried. He was buried three times. Once immediately after he was killed. He was reburied uh, on Okinawa for a little bit, and his final resting place now is in the National Memorial Cemetery in Honolulu. So that's where he seems to be (laughs) staying these days.
Uh, Joe Davidson, not really. This is about, um, <coughs> this is, pardon me, this is about normal for Joe Davidson. It's basically life size, and uh, it's, it's extraordinary because it's, it's from life so near his death. I mean, that's so, so often before I really looked, paid any attention, much attention to this, I thought, oh, it's dated 1944. It's probably, his death was probably the occasion for Joe Davidson to do the bust after photographs, but not so in this case. Yeah. And Joe Davidson, for the most part, worked from life. Um, and all. So that's nice, too. So this is really the kind of portraiture that the portrait gallery is really after. 